The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the October 2021 edition of Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to take a look back on the month and talk about some of the trends behind the biggest movers, shakers, and slackers in the SEO world. Joining us for Winners and Losers is Tyson Stockton, who is an SEO strategist for Search Metrics. And outside of shepherding Search Metrics' most strategic clients to SEO success, he's dug through Search Metrics' suite to help you understand who's making moves in the SEO community. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's my monthly sit-down with Searchmetrics' SEO strategist, Tyson Stockton. Tyson, welcome to Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. Ben, what's going on? How you been? It's my favorite time of the month. It's when we get to play Where in the World is Tyson Stockton? (laughs) I'm pretty sure last time we talked, you were in like Austria. I think there was a Sweden somewhere in there, hopefully a boat. I don't know. Where are you? Where have you been? Catch us up, Tyson. Yeah, no, I am I'm back in the lovely uh, Northern California. Give me more details. Northern California, that sounds nice. Sonoma County, a little bit north of San Francisco. Sonoma County, one of my favorite places. I'm sure you're enjoying lots of wine and also checking up on the SEO news while we're at it. Tyson, tell me a little bit about, uh, other than your travels, what's been happening in the SEO world? So yeah, quite a bit happened in the month of October. A couple of things that happened is we saw an unconfirmed Google algorithm update. So the larger one that Barry from Rusty Brick kind of reported on or was showing kind of levels of variation almost similar to core updates was October 2nd and 3rd. And then there was also another kind of Google update, which was for US mobile on the continuous scroll. So now you no longer have multiple pages on most queries. 
but it started in August 14th rollout. Um, so something that we'd anticipate that's going to kind of carry out to other markets and more queries. Then there was the whole Facebook server down inch where you saw Instagram, WhatsApp, all their kind of properties that just yeah went offline for basically a day and fair amount of chatter that happened around that. So there's some communication of how does Google treat outages like this when a website goes down? Do they drop out of rankings? Do they stay in rankings? So Google did mention, hey, if it's a temporary outage, like we're not going to decrease in ranking. We will change probably their crawl rate of it. Then if it persists for over 48 hours, then you will see a drop in rankings. And then that should bounce back once the service is back up. So no surprises there. And then most recently on October 19th, uh, new Google Quality Rater guidelines, which I believe you and Jordan just chatted about as well. It's been an active month, I think, between the algorithm updates, the announcement of how Google is going to handle an outage of a major site like Facebook, and as you mentioned, the the quality rater guidelines. It's not only been what's been changing the rankings, but it's also been announcements about what you can expect for how your sites might be affected by Google. You mentioned, you know, Facebook had the outage It lasted for a little less than 24 hours. Google made the announcement of how they would manage that. Did that have a big impact on them? Did you see any fluctuations in the rest of the social media industry? What's going on in that space? Yeah, so I guess the the first piece of it is we did not see uh, really any change in performance from like Facebook, Instagram's like SEO visibility. So Facebook actually, over the course of the month, small increases there, relatively flat, but some small increases. Instagram, similar story. They're kind of still at an all-time high. So I'd say that they've been pacing a little bit stronger than Facebook. But neither of them actually showed any significant change from their overall kind of like market share, SEO visibility from search performance standpoint. Were there any other fluctuations in social media? Did we see any other companies have major impacts this month? We did. We we saw a little change on Twitter, but the one that really had the most notable change was TikTok. And so TikTok had a substantial increase, especially this last week, previous one down, but overall they're still sitting at an all-time high right now. And they've actually been on a pretty sharp incline going back to about beginning of May this year. So they, I would say, are definitely like the number one winner in the social media space. I mean, I know it's it's been something that's just been gaining traction in general and people hearing more and more about. And as far as search performance, we're seeing the same thing there. Only kind of notable or kind of interesting component from looking at like the keyword portfolio and like who they have the most shared keywords with rather than having like more shared keywords with some of the other social platforms, we're actually seeing that they have a little bit more overlap with some in the like music space. Um, so that was kind of interesting. What we saw this last month was them to start picking up branded queries. So things like Chipotle, Washington Post, Ashley's Furniture, those were all keywords that popped up and were new ranking keywords and ranking on page one for them. So it seems to be that they are getting kind of that similar social profile on branded terms. So given kind of the traction that they've had so far, I would anticipate that this is probably going to kind of continue with what we saw in probably over the last like two years or so with like the other social media platforms on capturing those brand terms. So we're seeing some fluctuations from TikTok. Do you think this is related to the Facebook outage or is this just TikTok picking up market share because they're doing a nice job in optimization? 
I wouldn't say it has any correlation to the outage. Like we would have seen more of a drop in performance from Facebook and Instagram if that was like the case. So being that they actually had some minor increases, I would say that this is more of kind of like increased brand authority, more and more people using the platform, getting that authority that then allows them to start ranking on these brand terms. Also, as they become more and more of a significant player, you have more brands investing in them, which is going to expand the content, which should also expand these kind of like branded terms. So I'd say it's more of kind of like their general market share growth versus anything that was like something that Facebook or another social player did. You know, what I think the biggest competitor to TikTok is, is not necessarily the Facebook Instagrams of the world. I think YouTube is in a really competitive battle right now. It's for the attention, but also for the video consumers. I know YouTube's been doing a lot of advertising for their YouTube short products on television. Have we seen any changes in what's happening with YouTube's rating as TikTok started to pick up? Is YouTube taking a decrease? We have we have seen a decrease on YouTube. I don't know if I would say that it's directly like a one for one because just YouTube's so much more established and so much more dominant than TikTok. And to give everybody a little bit of like kind of, I mean, it should be no surprise, but just a little perspective on this. YouTube's currently sitting at two point nine. You know, let's round up thirty million from SEO visibility. Where TikTok, you're looking at. 180,000. So it's like nine day different from their magnitude size. But we did see another month of YouTube decreasing. So they're actually kind of at a lull for almost the last two years. They've been on this decline. I'd say it looks like they hit their peak back in like February of 2020. And then they've kind of been decreasing on that. Obviously, they have other placements within the SERPs from that instead of like the standard organic listings. So I wouldn't say that YouTube's hurting by any mean, but as far as from overall organic reach, we did see a decrease this last month from kind of where we saw them a little over a year ago. Are there any other social networks that you've seen pick up or lose market share that you think are notable this month? I mean, I'd say like the more traditional like social platforms, all fairly stagnant. Like one that we didn't talk about was Pinterest saw a little bit of a decline. So you saw Facebook, Instagram, small increases, Pinterest, small decrease, and then the big wins on TikTok. It's kind of a little bit of like a tangent space, but within the user-generated content, one that had a really substantial increase this last month, and we've kind of talked about it before, and it's been on a really good trajectory is Reddit. And so Reddit, we saw a really a strong month, strong performance for them. If we compare and kind of look at what's going on with Quora, which has been like, if you go back, you know, let's go back even a couple of years, like they have been a really dominant player in this UGC content space. And Reddit over this last year has really like surpassed them and separated themselves from an overall SEO performance. So if you went back to 2018, 2019, you're going to see Quora out Reddit. Sure, Reddit had their kind of all-time high back in 2016. But I'd say in the short term, we're seeing you know stronger growth within Reddit. And an interesting kind of outlier piece is both Reddit and Quora have substantially better rankings on their mobile sites um, than their desktop. So we saw even sharper growth within Reddit 
mobile than what we're seeing from the desktop. Similarly, you saw some growth on Quora, but relatively flat for the last several months. So that's kind of an interesting one to watch as well, just with some of the challenges to UGC. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So lots of changes in the social and user-generated content spaces. You know, we're getting close to the holidays here. We're just about to hit Halloween by the time this content publishes. Have we started to see any fluctuations in what's happening in e-commerce? We have. And so we talked about last month a little bit, like some of the changes that we were seeing on it. Can't talk in e-commerce without starting with Amazon. So last week, they were actually down. But for the month, decent increase. I would say it's kind of just like bouncing back and forth. So obviously, they're still in a healthy, strong, strong number one position. But I'd say you know not any huge change from it. The one that we spoke about last week, and if I remember right, was probably my winner of the month. Walmart, we did see them come down a bit. It didn't counter the growth that they saw from the previous month, but it was probably the most substantial decline within e-commerce that we saw. Other ones, a lot of them kind of just minimal gains, decreases, but relatively flat. So that's going to be your Ebays, your Targets, Home Depot, those websites, no significant changes, You know, Home Depot a little bit down. I would say one that we did start to see some increases, which I'd say that they had a rougher beginning part of 2020 was Best Buy. And then another one that we saw, we've seen bounce back, but is still down from where they were, is Etsy. Who It looked like Etsy was kind of like at one point on a trajectory growth that could you know start to get into the, the eBay, Walmarts of the world. But they're kind of hovering right around the same performance of Best Buy. They have had a strong last couple months, but it doesn't make up for kind of some of the loss that they saw in the past. So we're seeing the digital commerce companies starting to pick up market share. How about the more traditional retailers? Are we seeing anything happening with the brick and mortar type stores, the department stores that generally see big updates for the holidays? Yeah, so we did see some interesting kind of changes in the box stores. So one, if we look at kind of just like you know, four substantial ones, Nordstrom, Macy's, Kohl's, and JCPenney's. Nordstrom, I'd say over the last, almost going back 
to kind of beginning of the year has had the most substantial growth. So they're the leader in that space. We saw the opposite trend for Macy's. So those are kind of switching. Kohl's relatively stagnant or flat. And then I'd say from what's more interesting this month was we saw a pretty dramatic drop on jcpennies.com. So we know in the midst of the pandemic, there was the chapter 11, there was new buyers. I saw that there was also a recent new CEO. But interesting enough, they had a 33% decline in SEO performance to have a new kind of like two-year low for their performance. And then when you dig into some of the actual keywords they lost rankings, I was surprised to see they lost a lot of rankings on branded terms or misspelling of branded terms. And what it looked to be the case, and again, this is just making some assumptions here, is the URLs that fell out of rankings for those branded terms are now redirected to a different kind of store finder page. So as the locations index is the new destination for it, but we did see those kind of fall out. So being that we saw that fallout, we didn't see those new URLs ranking to make up for it. My anticipation or kind of assumption here is they probably made the change, didn't put the 301 on it in time. Then it got crawled, they followed out rankings. Then they put the 301 on So I would expect them to bounce back some from it, but it's kind of an unfortunate loss, I'd say, for the month of October. So have we seen other changes in department store type businesses or is this really just JCPenney fumbling the bag? I would say this is just more JCPenney fumbling the bag. I mean, it hasn't been overly strong. I think the more sustained kind of one, and I think they do have a fair amount of work ahead of them from an SEO performance especially if you're kind of playing like, hey, are people going to be shopping online or going into stores? So that's another conversation. But I think within those, the one that's like more notable is the longer term decline from Macy's and the more sustained growth from Nordstrom. That is something that I would expect to more kind of continue to grow or separate. Where I think JCPenney is not, they have the 301 on it. They'll pick back up their brand terms and be relatively flat. What about the overall holiday space? Are we seeing anything happening with like the Black Friday terms? Has anybody started to focus their SEO efforts on Black Friday? And are we seeing the results of that yet? We haven't really started to see it too much from like the e-commerce perspective, but we have started to see it from like some of the specific kind of like more sale-oriented sites like blackfriday.com. This is kind of interesting because even though last year we saw that it was more of this diluted Black Friday search demand, the website blackfriday.com had an all-time high. And if you look at their performance year over year, they always have this kind of peak at the Black Friday time. They drop down. So we've already started to see the increase happen. So they are the kind of dominant site in that space. But if you kind of go back, an interesting thing is looking at theblackfriday.com or bestblackfriday.com. Back in 2019, those sites were all relatively similar. And then last year, we saw just blackfriday.com spike up and the others just have a small increase. What we're seeing now is blackfriday.com is already starting to have that kick, minor kicks on the other ones. So Black Friday has already surpassed slick deals on it. And I'd anticipate... Over the next month, they will be probably one of our winners of the month. All right, Tyson. It's that time of the month. It's time for us to pick our winners and losers. Let's start off on the positive side. Who's your winner of the month this month? Winner of the month? I'm going to go with TikTok. 
they, I mean, even though they're kind of smaller compared to other social media, the trend that they're on, significant gains on brand terms, as you're seeing those brands come over, fill out the content more, I would expect them to kind of continue this trend. So I'd say TikTok would be my winner this month. I'm going to go with blackfriday.com. I know it's uh, a little early for the holidays, but folks, it's been a long year. I'm ready blackfriday.com, my winner for starting to get the holiday ball rolling. Tyson, who's your loser of the week? My loser for October is going to be jcpennies.com. I think, I mean, even though I expect them to bounce back from this with the reliance and people still not going into stores as frequently, really got to button up and make sure that those kind of artificial drops don't happen. So I would say jcpennies would actually be for me. I'm going to go with Facebook this month. The big outage not only affecting everyone who wanted to use Facebook, Instagram, or Messengers. What are we supposed to do? Just go to Twitter, listen to podcasts? That's ridiculous. But also potentially impacting their SEO results as well. And that wraps up this episode of Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, SEO strategist for Search Metrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Tyson underscore Stockton, or you could visit his website, which is TysonStockton.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. Music.